to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics, each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella, and I'm here joined today by a recurring member of the Split Six team. It is Jake McAtee, back in the house for what we think is his first solo episode, but we might be wrong. Uh, solo. <laughs> What's up? Hey, everyone. How's it going, Jake? How you been? Oh, it's going good. Uh... You know, I'm not rich or anything, so it could be better. <laughs> Starting to realize, like, life sucks without a bunch of money, so. Hey, well, uh, you know, there's there's been studies out there that show life sucks unless you get $60,000 a year. Well, I'll take $60 up front, <laughs> and we'll start from there and see I, what yeah, I'm sorry this podcast <laughs> doesn't pay well. In fact, it only pays in three beers. Hey, but <laughs> take it. It's better than my current day job, so. Yeah, not not feeling uh, the old MOBA Americas? Not doing it for me. It's hot now again, mm-hmm. and shitty and sweaty, and I just hate putting parts in boxes. So, <laughs> Well, pretty soon, you'll at least get to see me once a week. That's true. My vending machines are already there, in fact. Two of three, I heard. Yeah, one more is coming. Yeah, they were talking about it today, about when the... When they're going to get the other guy in to take his shit out because AJ was saying he wants to get your shit in because he's ready to swipe his card. I can't believe that you guys don't have credit cards on those yet. Dude, the guy who comes now sucks. It's terrible. Like, I've left notes on his machines multiple times about how his machine sucks and he needs to fix them because <laughs> it eats our money and shit gets stuck all the time. Like, well, I'm not promising that that won't happen with ours, but it should be better and I'm giving you a key and I'm giving either you or my mom a kitty of money where you can easily be refunded. But, see, now that's cool. But it's just like, also the, the selections are terrible. <laughs> He's got V8 juice that's been in there for like a year at least. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be good anymore. I'm sure it can't. Hey, well, uh, we are brought to you by New Moon Distributing today. Um, so maybe maybe we'll even find a way to put some beer into those vending machines. Let's do it. I'll drink it. And speaking of beer... Awesome segue, Nickus. Um, <laughs> uh, what are we drinking today, Jake? We got uh, Jake's Vanilla Bean Porter. Yes, we have a special beer just for Jake. It's got a picture of a dog that reminded me of Bo, though I don't think they look alike. But No, but they're both dogs. <laughs> but it is a Vanilla Bean Porter, which I don't really do porters that well, but this one sounds like it might be okay. I dig Vanilla Bean stuff, so... Here we go. It's by Paw Paw Brewing. We make it, you drink it, everybody's happy. Hey, you know what I really respect about this? They put the little circle guy thing on it and said, gotcha. Where? Oh, they did. So you owe yourself a punch for that. The little the little hand with the circle with the fingers extended, you know, they, if you look at it, you got to punch somebody. The thing I always hate, though, I hate that. <laughs> um, does it got a percentage on it somewhere? No. I think on the bottle it said 6.3, but let's open these up and let's try these out. Let's do it. I got glasses today because they're porters. I uh, ate waffles for dinner, so. Nice. I didn't eat dinner because. Maybe the vanilla bean will go with the waffles. Ooh, that is a good, good call. I've been doing this do you, do you, you like porters? I don't know if I've ever had a porter, man. I was a porter once at a dealership. That's the same thing. <laughs> I don't really know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I moved cars around and cleaned them. Mm. That's what a porter does. 
Okay, I will say right off the bat, it tastes a lot like uh, vanilla Java Porter, uh, Atwater's famous beer, John Church's favorite beer. Shout out to John Church. Ooh. Shout out to the Thunder God, Thor. <laughs> yeah, we got thunder in the background here tonight, too. <laughs> what do you lose. think? You got a backup generator going? <laughs> I do not. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, we might have to stop and save every once in a while. What do you think, Jake? Well, I think it's going to pass through. I mean, what Hopefully. do you think of the beer? <laughs> oh, the beer? It's. Uh, let me give it a go. It's not bad. I don't not like it. For porters, I'd say it's good because I don't normally like dark, milky beers. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a beer this dark, but it's not as bad as it looks like it would be. I like it. All right. I well, can drink it. You heard it here first, guys. Beer number one. Sports. All right. Before we start, Jake, I just want to make sure we're, everyone's here on your right. You kind of want to pull this guy right to your face like away from the microphone ignore the screen guard just Let me get just... up get up there and blow it a kiss <laughs> how's that that's great perfect i just didn't want to be breathing on it too hard i get a lot of complaints in the gaming world that I breathe mouth breathing the mic too much <laughs> <laughs> uh well that's what we got the pop filter for so well nice. I, I don't know if that stops that but um so right now in the background we have the game two of the stanley cup finals the golden knights against Alexander Ovechkin and the Washington Capitals. Game one, Golden Knights took. We were just, me and Jake were just watching the pregame. Well, now now there's like a band playing. But uh, they have some wild pregames. <laughs> um, they have like people coming out dressed in armor and with giant swords. I'm are, down with that. They, they, the first game, I know they staged a sword fight on the ice, which awesome. is pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, guys, suit jacket. Oh, yeah, and this is, uh, what's that, Don Cherry. Don Cherry's on the TV right now. He's always got a really stupid suit on this one. It looks like it's a poker-themed suit with cards and chips. And Only aces, green. though. Let's not leave oh. that part out. <laughs> Only aces. I would hate to work with that guy. Just look at how upset the other guy looks at him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, He's plotting the? his death right now. <laughs> but the main thing is the Golden Knights took game one of the Stanley Cup Finals uh, with a thrilling hockey game. I don't know if you watched any of it, but it was 5-4, to four, I believe, which is really high scoring for hockey. Wow. And, I didn't watch. And uh, do, you know, do you know the deal with the Golden Knights? No, they're in... This is... They're what? First or second year? It's, it's their first year. Yeah. They're an expansion okay. team. Yeah. And they're in the finals, and they're probably favorites to win the finals now after taking game one. Yeah, I knew they were a new team. And I like it because, you know, their symbol's badass. I just like I agree. swords and shit. I like I like their style, and then they play in Las Vegas. Can't, yeah, that's pretty interesting. I, I couldn't imagine a team winning a championship in any sport in Las Vegas and how crazy that would be, right. especially in its inaugural season. I mean, right. the only problem is these guys don't know heartbreak like everyone else. And Not yet. <laughs> I'm sure they'll get there, though. Yeah, and I don't understand how they're this good, but... I, guess like i said last week i think it's just because when the the way the expansion works is they get to pick one player from each team that's already on a roster like that's already rostered like they took one player from the red wings one player from every team but each team got to protect 10 players so like their best 10 they're gonna yeah okay but so that means so for me that means the vegan golden knights have no good players like really good players but also no bad players. 
and I guess that helps a lot. Well, obviously their chemistry together is really good because they're kicking ass so far, and this fucking entry is badass too. Yeah, I know. Uh, I really would love to go to a game out in Vegas if they were playing the Red Wings. Uh, but, you know, the Red Wings suck, so look at that. Look at those drummers. These guys, yeah, <laughs> they don't fuck around. They're probably a brand-new stadium, too. Brand-new stadium, first team in Las Vegas. Everyone's got to be pumped. Oh, yeah. Tickets <laughs> Tickets were going for the first game. I think the cheapest tickets you can get were, like, $1,200. Jesus. Which, you know, a little pricey. Yeah, but <laughs> that's that city. But, yeah, you know, Vegas, very rich city if you're the right people. Or very poor city if you're... The wrong gambling yeah. <laughs> But so we got the game going on. Um it's early in the series. Uh of course, last series of the year. Uh I'm decided last week that I'm rooting for the Golden Knights because I hadn't been the whole year, but I really hate Alexander Ovechkin and the Capitals. So go Golden Knights. Yeah, me too. Go e- Knights. Even though it makes the draft pick for the that the Red Wings have from them a little bit worse, but whatever. It's only one pick worse. <laughs> but that is all the hockey talk we have for you today because we have important basketball news to talk about. Very important. Um, the game seven of the Golden State Warriors against the Houston Rockets was just two days ago, or was that last night? Uh, no, it was two days ago, um, and the Warriors pulled it off like. I had been telling everybody forever. So isn't this the third year in a row? Or this, is, this is the fourth year in fourth a row. Fourth year in a row. And I don't want to brag, because it's not impressive at all. It's pretty obvious. But I've called the, the two final teams in the championship the last four years. because, <laughs> and, and that just speaks to how dominant LeBron James is and how dominant the Golden State Warriors are as a team. Yeah. Um, so we have yet again the best team ever assembled against the best player ever assembled. Fuck you, Jordan fans. LeBron James, I would pick him over him. I believe. Well, see, I'm not. I don't know this shit, so I probably sound like an idiot talking about it. But today's age of basketball mm-hmm. and Jordan's day and age is a lot different. That's true. You can't. I feel like you almost can't compare the two on the same level. So yeah, but overall, LeBron's probably better because LeBron's he's a freak in today's age, mm-hmm. where everyone's better than what Jordan was playing against. Right, and LeBron, he just phys- physicality alone. I mean, you can't argue that like he is a more prototypical basketball player, like the perfect size, perfect strength, perfect everything. Well, wasn't he like fucking? born and bred to do this shit though yeah apparently i mean it's weird because he they were people were like recruiting him since he was 14 yeah not like teams because teams can't really recruit but like nike and adidas were like putting up billboards in akron and cleveland for him yeah you know and somehow freaking nature back then too what's what's even more freaky is that he handled all that pressure so well and didn't let it go to his head because he's still like a great person off the court um, it, when you can't say the same for Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan's kind of a dick. Um, yeah. But so the knock against LeBron is that he doesn't have as many finals victories as Jordan, who is someone who never lost in the finals. But LeBron James has lost like five times in the finals. I think he's like yeah, three for five or something. 
but he's there every year. He's made it there. The last time Jordan didn't make the finals, what year did you graduate high school? Uh, 2012, I think. Yeah, it was your junior was year. Supposed to was was the last was the last time LeBron didn't make the finals. Wow, which is insane. I mean, yeah. he's just a lock to get there. And I know he plays in the East, and the East is a much weaker conference than the West, much much weaker. But still, it's impressive. It's a incredible feat, and you know, yeah, it's almost like like you were saying. It's it's almost really stupid to compare eras because I mean things are so different. It's a lot of shit can apply to that like fucking you're not going to compare movies from i guess you might but uh, right but it's science fiction to. movie now versus a science fiction movie back in the day you're going to say the new one's better right i mean you can compare writing and whatnot but like if you're going to try to compare it visually and effects wise that's ridiculous yeah. even <laughs> like with skateboarding and shit skateboarding mm-hmm. back in jordan's day was nowhere near what it is today mm-hmm. it's Mm-hmm. stupid the difference and you like so comparing the two is just doesn't really level out right technology advances and like as things get more popular the level of interest and like once you like learn how to teach basketball better it, you become or better basketball players are born from that right like, you know there are people that won more championships than michael jordan like i think bill russell won like 11 or wilt chamberlain won like 11 or something one of those two but they are never talked about as the greatest of all time. It's only Jordan or LeBron. It was Space Jam. Okay? <laughs> hey, he well, saved what a, what the a, world. What about Trainwreck? No, I've he, never seen it. Well, he saved Amy Schumer's career. Okay. <laughs> LeBron or Jordan? LeBron. Okay. Well, either way, <laughs> Michael Jordan saved the world from a bunch of aliens. <laughs> and I think that's what people are holding on to here. Right. It's like That's the only game that mattered, in my opinion. But no, I think... If you had Michael Jordan in the same age and same skill he was back then playing today with the people that play today, it wouldn't really compare to what he was showing back then. I could be yeah. wrong. I don't know what the hell I'm talking well, about, to yeah, be honest. I, I, I agree. I mean, and then you could probably say the same thing for LeBron. I mean, I don't. it's harder to say for LeBron, but because, you know, would LeBron have adjusted to this era and... Because you know the the knock one of the knocks against LeBron is back in the '90s when Jordan was 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 good. Is they they didn't call fouls like they do oh, yeah, like do now, the, and like it was a lot rougher. Right. But you know LeBron's got the body and the physicality to take all the well. You like, got to think <laughs> things if he coming was, down. If he came up playing in that era, he would have been used to that. Right. It wouldn't be it's if you took him out now and put him in that. Right. Maybe he wouldn't be able to handle it. Would Michael Jordan be able to? fake injuries on the court to get a foul call i don't know maybe i don't know maybe probably but lebron also would have been able to go down and get hit by someone and retaliate because he's one of the strongest players in the league yeah he's like an alien (laughs) you know just because he uh whines to get fouls doesn't mean i mean it means he does that because that's what works and that's gets him them Uh, every nba player does right you know unless maybe there's a few that don't but like a lot of them do well it's a tactic to mm. play now it's like a 40 game of chess no, mm. okay now it's too extreme but like <laughs> it's it's a maneuver they pull exactly to get the leg up you know right yeah i like steph curry just did it in the game uh against the rockets and it worked and you know you got to do that <laughs> like that's part of the game now because you got to take whatever you can get it's smart to be honest right you know there's no penalty for taking a dive 
Uh, unless it's like really ridiculous. Well, yeah. But, anyways, on to the NBA Finals. We have the Golden State Warriors against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Fourth time in a row, like we mentioned. Jake, any predictions? Uh, I want to say the Cavs are going to take it. Really? It's going to be 119 to 107. Every single game? Oh, how many games are there? <laughs> it's a best of seven series. Holy shit. <laughs> they're playing seven games. All right. The first game well, is they, They're playing at least four. Man, I don't know. That's too hard. <laughs> Cavs are going to take it. Three out of four wins, right? Or four out of, I don't four know. Out, four out of seven. Four out of seven wins. So you think it's No, they're going to take it five out of seven wins. Or would that never happen? That would never happen. All right, four out of seven. No. Wait, well, how do they just shut them out? So Can first one to win out? four games. Oh, yeah, Cavs all the way, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that happens, a lot of people owe a lot of people stuff because people on Twitter are saying, if LeBron wins and you retweet this, I'll give you this. Oh, yeah, but there's nothing legal binding them That's to that. true. That's true. But there are people with enough money to afford that, probably. Right. Um, but that just speaks to how favored the Golden State Warriors are. So what do you – like? I mean, I don't know. I don't pay attention to it. I just – Who's? Sorry, you guys can all hear my dogs. I don't know. I don't know. Our mics should be blocking that out a little bit, but my dogs are in the other room crying because Stella loves Jake and wants to be by him. Yeah. And Remy just saw a squirrel outside and probably was jumping at my window. And you know, follow me on Twitter at Nick Wagella, and if you want to hear me bitch about my dogs constantly, hashtag Don't Get Dogs. Yeah, they make it hard to move too. Yeah, they're Isn't great, they terrible? but. No, I hate them. Just make sure you're ready. <laughs> I had to throw a dead fox over my fence the other day. They both got out at the same time in the middle of the night while I was home alone, so I had to run down the street chasing them when they're not listening to me. It's a miracle I got them back inside. got to play dead, dude. Stella, run the opposite direction. I was just telling Jake I had to take Stella to the emergency room vet because her face swelled up because she got into a fight with an outside animal. So my yard is too big for her to handle, and it, her face was swelling up, and it only cost me $450. And then the same... Only. The, the day after... Remy chewed up one of my Joy-Cons for the Switch, which only cost $80 for a pair. And, oh, man. And then last night, I'm sleeping. I live in a bungalow. It's hot upstairs. I'm not wearing much clothes. <laughs> Remy refuses to sleep on his bed, so he comes into our bed. And his nails are super sharp oh, yeah. because we can't cut him because he cries and moans and jerks away like a madman when we try to cut him. I hate dogs. I will never own one again. No? No. I, You're over it? I'm over it. Yeah. You know, they're definitely a pain in the ass. We're getting off topic here. It's okay. But, you know, I love little Billy to death, but I could do without him sometimes. Yeah. I'm glad he can't hear this, but... And then, you know, your mom has a dog and isn't allowed to keep it at her apartment, so you have to take the little fucking wiener dog, too, and you have two dogs now, and you only want You one. have two dogs now? Yeah, dude. Oh, I'm so yeah. sorry. Fucking wiener dog. That sucks. A little hot dog. <laughs> but. Yeah, no, fuck dogs. Um, yeah. Bottom line, I'm just I'm more of a cat person. They you can just leave. Oh, dude, cats aren't. You can leave for a weekend. Yeah. You can like live See, you can live in but a downtown a area. There's a problem with being a cat person. Is once you know, you have dogs. Yeah. But you don't have fucking dog statues and pictures of dogs i would and never dog coffee mugs but cat people man 
I bought this dog beer and it was like almost like sacrilegious. Well, you did that for me. That's it's, true. It was Jake's beer. <laughs> but like you got cat people who have cat fucking what are these coasters and coffee mugs and rugs and there's a little yeah. wind chime on the front porch that's a cat because they have two cats at home. You know, I'm I I'm cool with no animals. I don't I don't want to own any. I'll always have a dog. Man. I want a cat because I want something to touch. You know, something to pet, something mm. to re- in- interact with me. Well, Nick, there's a couple other things you could do that with. <laughs> you know, you, you got yourself. Yeah, you I'll, touch, touch I'll just and, touch myself and pet. <laughs> uh, but anyways, back to the finals. <laughs> Um, what do you think's gonna happen? What are your predictions? I think Golden State's gonna win in five, probably. So four out of no, four they, to one. So really, it's the Cavs are a decent team, but they have LeBron. But the Golden Cavs are State, a terrible team. So they just have LeBron. They just have it. LeBron. If the Cavs didn't have LeBron, they probably wouldn't have made the playoffs this year. But then Golden State is altogether a great team. Golden State's got like probably they have at least for sure to. Hall of Fame players right now, but they could have four. Yeah. Because they got Kevin Durant, one of the best players in the league, which I got something to say about him soon. Um, Steph Curry, one of the best players in the league. Clay Thompson, one of the best players in the league. And Draymond Green, one of the best players in the league. They all, they're all just so good. You know, it's overpowering. Um, but if LeBron does win this and can somehow pull this, which... I'm a Golden State fan, and I have been, but I am rooting for the Cavaliers again, like I did last year, and I'm rooting for them again this this series because I want to see greatness, and I'm done with the Michael Jordan, LeBron James debate. Uh, oh, here's another here's another statistic, statistic from uh, they they can bode well for LeBron James when Michael Jordan, because so Michael Jordan won three championships. Then retired to go play baseball for two years. Yeah. They came back and won three more championships. When Michael Jordan left the Bulls, there was only like a a less a less than five game difference between how many wins they had in the regular season or whatnot. And I think they got to the finals but lost in the finals. I'm not positive on that fact. Um, but when when uh, LeBron James left the Cavaliers to go to Miami, the Cavaliers were a lottery team, which means you didn't make the playoffs, but they were one of the worst teams. I think they only won 19 games that season. Okay, so... So there's a big difference on the impact of the individual towards the team. Right. What I would say is, like, LeBron James, better player. Michael Jordan, better story. Like, he had better... The NBA was... was uh, I mean, it's kind of at its peak right now, but it was at a different kind of a peak back in the 90s. Like, everyone says that's when the NBA was the best. Right. But, well, that was like when the we had the Detroit Bad Boys or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. They would just beat the shit out of people, right? In a sense, the game was different. There was yeah. a bunch of like historical players, but you know, I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, LeBron James is much more important to his team than Michael Jordan was. I would yeah. say. Well, I think back then maybe, you know, the guys that were really good were rare. Versus now, you got a lot of people that are just really fucking good. Um, I don't know if I'd agree with that. I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying shit, you know? I'm trying to sound like I know what I'm talking hey, about. but I, I appreciate it. <laughs> but, you know, 
Uh, this this year for LeBron, this is probably the worst team he's ever played with, and he took him to the finals. And he's on his like fifteenth season. He's thirty four. I think when Michael Jordan started taking a downfall was when he was like thirty five. So you know, if LeBron doesn't make it next year, I guess people will start making that comparison. But I yeah, I doubt it. I doubt LeBron James is not in the finals next year because yeah. he always is, he and that's all I know. Going. So I tell everybody, like, I'm going to pick LeBron James to go to the finals every year, and I'm going to pick Golden State to go to the finals every year until they lose one of their pieces, which reports are out that Clay Thompson, who is, like, the next up to his contract to expire, might sign a team-friendly deal, which would be very unfair because he can get any amount of money he wants. He can get a max contract anywhere he wants. But Golden State can't afford that because they're over the salary cap. But so if he t- signs it, if he takes less money to stay on the team, it just means sheer dominance continues yeah. with the best team ever assembled. But it, that's unlikely. It's likely. I don't know. Reports are that he will take a team-friendly deal. And that means he's taking a cut to stay with the... Uh-huh. To stay with uh, the best team ever assembled. I think this team by the Warriors could be any team in any era. It might not be a popular opinion, but it's factual. They are, they have the two best three-point shooters in the league. I th- It might be a, a stretch, but in terms of their overall talent to their three-point talent in Klay Thompson and Steph Curry. Here's the thing with the Golden State Warriors that I wanted to get to. Because uh, our friend Eric Robertson had picked the Houston Rockets to win the series over Golden State. They took it to seven, but... The thing that it, everyone said about it was Chris Paul got hurt. And Chris Paul is the second best player on the Rockets. And he got hurt after they took a three games three games to uh, two lead. So he got hurt, and then the Warriors won the next two games and took the series. And I'm going to admit this to Eric that I like, I think I might believe him, actually, that the Rockets probably would have won that series with if they would have had Chris Paul. But I don't know if that is true, if they have Andre Iguodala, because Golden State's just so much better, and they haven't had Iggy, who is like their sixth man. Or I don't know if he starts now, but um, like their sixth man. But I the, the reason that I believe that that might have happened is because of how Kevin Durant is fitting with this team from this last game I saw, where <laughs> Houston... They missed 27 three-point shots in a row, which is, I think, a record. <laughs> and they had an 11-point lead going into halftime, wow. which is a record for the biggest comeback during a Game 7 that the Warriors pulled off. But I sent out a tweet at halftime. I was like, there's no way the Warriors lose this game. They're just not going to. And they didn't because they're the best team ever assembled. But in terms of Kevin Durant, I think Kevin Durant does not fit as well with this team as he could. And the only reason they are so dominant is because of how, you know, even if even if great players don't fit well together, they still are going to win games. But I think if you put someone like Clint Capella or even Andre Drummond on this team instead of Kevin Durant, that they would perform better because... 
Kevin Durant is basically taking away offense from Steph Curry and Klay Thompson because you know he he's someone who needs the ball all the time. And when you already have two people who are like prolific scorers, yeah. and then Kevin Durant is a better scorer than them because he's so tall and so lanky that he can rise up with somebody right in his face and take a dumb shot and it will go in because he's that good. But if you give Steph Curry and Klay Thompson more space to work the threes and then you got someone like Clint Capella or Andre Drummond working the boards who are who are big centers and getting the rebounds and kicking that out I think that's much better much better that would be much better for the Warriors right which is definitely I think my hottest take I've ever had to be honest because you know you look at Clint Capella who's the rocket center and the reason he works so good is because he's got Chris Paul and James Harden as his guards both capable more than capable of making any three that they have and then you have him taking these rebounds because if you watch that last game seven it was really crazy how one of the smallest people in the league was out rebounding Kevin Durant one of the tallest and best players in the league and a lot of it has to do with he's tall he's lanky but he's not big so he can get boxed out easily but a player like Clint Capella or like Andre Drummond doesn't get boxed out, and they are rebound machines. And you can get that rebound, and if you get them focused enough to just kick that back out with Golden State, like Curry's not going to miss. He, there would be situations where he does, but there's, he's not going to miss like three threes in a row. Right. You know, there was a point in the game where like I think the Rockets got like five offensive rebounds, which is ridiculous and they, it's also ridiculous that they weren't making any other shots <laughs> but that's crazy i feel like i wouldn't even miss that many in a row no and no. i don't fucking if you did then you know no i don't even think you would There's no, no I, would, I wouldn't i don't i don't think i would then you weren't trying <laughs> right but yeah, so that's my controversial take. I'm going to tweet this episode out to Eric, so hopefully he listens to it and uh, hears what I'm saying, Like that I do agree that maybe that the Rockets probably should have won that series if Chris Paul was there because the way the Warriors... The Warriors should have lost that game, to be honest, just because I, it seemed like they weren't trying, and it seems like all of that lackadaisical attitude comes from Kevin Durant and him wanting the ball and not being energized if he doesn't have the ball. But you can't give him the ball when you have like you can't give him the ball every possession when you have Steph Curry who is the one of the best guards in the league who can cut to the cut to the basket and get through people and you don't even understand how he does it sometimes because he's just so sneaky and then he can make any three he wants from anywhere on the court almost. So so Kevin Durant is just the ball hog who's mad when he doesn't have the ball. I he, he doesn't play like a ball hog, but he doesn't. It seems like he doesn't try when he doesn't have the ball, right. or doesn't like. There's it's no way someone he doesn't want to be a part of the show. Right. There's no reason he shouldn't get every rebound if he's down low, and he shouldn't get boxed out by the shortest guy on the team. You know? Right. I'm not sure if he was actually the shortest guy, but he looked tiny compared to. It sounds like his heart's Durant. not in the in it, man. Unless yeah, I mean. Got the chance to like make his take play. And, I don't know. And the story with Kevin Durant being that he came from, so he was up three to one in a series, which you only need four games to win a series. And then the other team came back and won the next three games to take the series from him. And that team was Golden State. 
and then the next season he's left Oklahoma City to go sign with Golden State. So kind of like, I couldn't beat them, so I'm just going to go join them and create yeah. the superest of all super teams. The Avengers of basketball. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's, I don't know, it, uh, another big thing they're saying about um, this series is a lot of people, at least I've seen on Twitter and on local radio, are tired of seeing the Cavaliers against the Golden State Warriors. And what I have to say to everyone that is tired of that is shut the fuck up. This is the first time in any major sport where two teams have met in the finals four years in a row. It's the greatest player of all time versus the greatest team of all time. And this is something that will be talked about forever. And it it won't be like a forgotten championship like, you know, where the Pistons won, where no one's going to really ever talk about that again unless you're a Pistons fan right but this is going to be something that's always going to be talked about and it's sheer greatness we are witnessing so wait this is kind of LeBron is so good that he's carrying this team to the finals four Mm. years in a row what if he played with the Warriors and you know what the crazy thing is there's a chance that could happen that would be crazy that would be I mean you can talk about greatness but then that's just that's an overload because you have, you could make an argument that they have the best three players in the league. Yeah. And you know they're gonna there's there's no way they would lose. But I don't think LeBron would do that. I don't. LeBron's contract is up after this season because he only signs one year contracts now. So the people are wondering where he's gonna go. My money is he stays in Cleveland because. I don't know. I, mean, I guess he can go to Houston. And that would be great for Houston, but I really hate James Harden. A lot of people like him, but I just don't like him. And I don't know why. It's just the guy with the beard? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looks like Metapod. His last name's Harden, so it works out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think he stays in Cleveland. Maybe he goes to Philly. I don't know. I, I don't want him to go anywhere else because I'd like to – even if he doesn't win championships, i like to see him take a team full of – people that a team that without him they wouldn't make the playoffs and i like that he takes him to the playoffs because that just that solidifies crazy. his legacy it's to me. crazy that he's right. like carrying a team all the way that far yeah you can put anyone all right i think if you put kevin durant on that team they probably go to the final or not the finals they probably they definitely go to the playoffs i don't know if they'd go to the finals you steph curry i'm sure they'd go to the playoffs but i don't think they'd go they would not go to the finals. You know, LeBron James is special, and I'm wishing him luck. But Warriors are going to win. Fear number two, entertainment. Uh, that is the first segment in a long time that I didn't finish my beer before it was finished. And it's probably because I had to do all the talking there, Jake. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. It's just because I'm so sports savvy. It's okay. I had a lot to get out, so it worked out well for me. Yeah, I was just letting you do your thing because every time I talked, I feel like I made a great mistake. Well. So I don't know what I'm saying. The opposite will be true for this segment of the podcast. Whoa, whoa. Where the hell's my opener? Oh, here it is. Shit. Oh, shit. Oh, Jake, solid pour. You got Dude, like, that was really bad. One-fifth of that looks like <laughs> beer. The rest looks like creamy foam. <laughs> nice. Just gonna look at it for a while. All right, guys. So this weekend opened up 
with the newest Star Wars movie. So if you have not seen it, that is probably what we're going to be talking about for at least three-fourths right. of this segment. Let's just say it's been a really big month for movies. At least, it like, has. for nerds. Did you see Avengers? Yeah. And I was going to, you know, say that, uh, yeah, it wasn't just me. Yeah, there's something wrong with this beer now, because I... I was going to say... <laughs> poured bad, too. LeBron, LeBron James is Thanos, and, you know, the Warriors are the Avengers, and we're going to see what happens. Yeah, dude, that wasn't just me. Yeah, never mind. I'm sorry for making fun of Jake. I just poured my beer equally as terribly. Probably because they got knocked over in our little beer craft something, thing. Something like that. But uh, the newest Star Wars movie, Solo, A Star Wars Story just dropped into theaters and opened up with a bomb at the box office as in it did not do well really it was the worst star wars movie if you encounter inflation of all of them listen i'm just gonna say this right off the bat i think people want to hate star wars now because disney owns it you think so i i think that's all it is because like all the shit i see is like people are just ragged on like kathleen kennedy and shit like that and it's who's like, kathleen kennedy she's like the head of all of it now oh, okay and uh even for last jedi yeah all oh. of it hmm. and was she before last jedi um i'm not sure like, did she do rogue one and uh the force awakens i think possibly i don't know like i know all i know is that like as of right now and like for the last jedi uh-huh. and then with solo is she's like <laughs> the head of the star wars department yeah movie wise at disney right and that was and, the last time you were on was right after release the release of uh, the last jedi yeah and we had to bring you back for this next one every star wars movie that comes out jake you're gonna be on the yeah i'll podcast. be your guy because like i uh you know i've always loved it but the later years of my life recently i've dived really far deep into the lore of it jake did show me that he has a rebel tattoo on his wrist yeah i've gone full nerd so pretty pretty sick nerd's a good thing these days oh yeah man it's cool i'm cool with it all right well uh so the fact that it bombed at the box office you're attributing to kathleen kennedy no i'm attributing to your quote-unquote diehard star wars fans the people who Mm -hmm. are too and not even them i think it's the people who choose to hate it before they even see it because it has Disney's name on it. And, like, I'll say that in The Last Jedi there might have been a too, a little bit too much of the quirky, jokey bullshit in it, you know, that they could have done without. But uh-huh. overall, I think the movie was still really good. And But I think people are just hating on Star Wars because it has the Disney fucking name on it. <laughs> and they're going to think, they're just assuming, oh, here's Toy Story with lightsabers or shit like that. It's like, that's not how it is. Like, yeah, it's no. still fucking Star Wars. Like, it's the same. I don't know. It's the same shit. But I think people are just choosing to hate it before they even give it a shot just because it has the stamp of Walt Disney on it. Hmm, I have never thought of that. I, I mean, I, I don't really know. I, w- I would guess that this low box office score, because last year I did really well, I believe. I I think so because it was like running off of The Force Awakens and The Force yeah. Awakens was really good. And then Rogue One was probably the best Star Wars movie I was gonna say that it, they that put is together my favorite so far, Star Wars you know. Movie. Like at least as well as the movie was like all together. Like mm. you know the original storyline is what Star Wars is about right now. Yeah. And that's I think that's the thing too is people are 
are mad that it's breaking away from the the original fucking I mean, trilogy this, saga story. This one didn't. The Last Jedi didn't. None of them really. None of them yet have. Well, yeah, they've all fallen into place of what the main story mm-hmm. is, but like. I mean, this one's about just... one of the original characters. One, probably the, one of the most popular original. And characters. I think, I think that's the thing too. Is it's not Harrison Ford. So how the hell can we like? How can it be Han Solo? <laughs> and it's like, well, I think, I think the kid, the kid, the guy did great as Han Solo. I do too. And after watching the trailers, I was not expecting him to do good he was i wasn't person. sure i i heard that and like assumed it would be like a corny impersonation mm-hmm. of a guy trying to be harrison ford being han solo right and but i think he did great no i agree i think he he was uh no he was the star and he showed that he was and i i love donald glover mm-hmm. and i was super excited that he's gonna be lando and i think his lando was good but i do think at some parts his character seemed more like he was trying too hard to be Billy D as Lando. Oh, okay. It it was still good, but some mm. parts seemed like just a little bit forced. But that's a hard the character force. to do too, you know? Mm. Fucking Lando. Like I think that a lot of the reason that it bombed at the office and this is just me my random opinion. I think we just had Infinity Wars. We just had Deadpool 2. Yeah, it was the same weekend as Deadpool. Or No, it was one weekend after. Wait, was it? No, it was this weekend. Yeah. When De- did Deadpool come Deadpool, out? Because I, I did Deadpool on my last podcast. They came out last week? E- e- the week before last. Because Star Wars came out last week, right? No, it didn't Star-, Star Wars came out the 25th. Well, that was last week. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm... <laughs> that's only a couple i guess it's wednesday already and then because so, yeah. because I, I last wednesday i did uh deadpool and it came did, out the so the, the the friday before last Wednesday. oh okay i just saw deadpool this weekend oh okay so i thought it was the same weekend so so what i'm thinking is like okay we just had all these big blockbuster movies come out and like people probably there's went a to lot see of shit to of see them. and you know this movie hasn't hasn't been hyped it's had a lot of pre-production or or production hell where they did some rewrites and I think they got a. Did they get a new director? They got a couple new directors. Yeah, it's at been... least two. Because that's what I was saying. Like Kathleen mm-hmm. Kennedy, she didn't like what the. There was two guys. I think two brothers. It wasn't the Duffer brothers, was it? It was. I don't know who. I don't think it was. It was two guys that were directing it, and they were. I guess from what I've heard is they were like making it more like a comedy. It was more comedy than it was like Star Wars action movie. Yeah. And. Like, they were trying to do their own thing, and she didn't like that, so she gave him the boot, and then Ron Howard came in and, like, redid the whole fucking thing, I guess. Yeah, it sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, (laughs) and, like, there was a lot of bad shit on it, and, like, I guess they were saying, like, there was shit saying that, like, how how do you say the guy's name? Eldon or Eldrin? Uh, which which one? The dude who played Han Solo. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but, like, they were saying that he was getting acting coaching, like, on like during the shit and it's like well why is that a bad thing like the dude's a fucking actor and like that's yeah that's what directors do like you you practice what you're good at even when you're good at it you don't just stop practicing so why is that i don't know there was just like a lot of bad fucking talk on the whole movie before it even was close to coming out yeah so i would say that i mean if my theory's right then it should have a pretty decent second weekend. Yeah, I'm sure it'll like 
it'll it's do a Star good. Wars movie. There's no way people aren't gonna go see it. Yeah, it, it, no matter what, there's no way there's not gonna be people fucking fanboying over it. Cause I I saw it twice. You know, I saw it Friday yeah. and Saturday, mm-hmm. and I loved it. I loved all of it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I feel like there's a it some scenes dragged on a little longer than maybe they needed to, but I wasn't mad about it at all. All right, everybody. This is where we're going to start spoiling it. So Yeah, spoiler alert. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, come back to this part. But um, I know one of the complaints about the movie or one of the concerns before it came out was about Donald Glover portraying Lando Cal- Calrissian as, like, pansexual. I didn't... I mean, like, maybe because, like, the thing L3 said about... Yeah, like, he, like he, I guess he was... He, and he himself said he was trying to come off that way. Um, being like attracted to like women, droids, and men. Well, and the the way they framed the shot with uh, where you like where uh, Han Solo's walking up to Lando at the Sabak table, mm-hmm. and it's just like Lando in between uh, Han Solo's legs. Yeah. <laughs> so like that's the only thing I really saw from him because people said like I he, didn't get it. I mean, if anything, it's like they're just showing that you know lando is like like young lando is fucking carefree and is a suave motherfucker you know yeah like he's yeah just, i don't know got swag or whatever i guess <laughs> you could say but you know i mean and it's like what's wrong if he is fucking what's wrong if you want to fuck a droid i'd fuck a droid if they were like <laughs> fucking the way they are in star wars i mean fuck <laughs> shut up there's fuckers out here about one of our friends has a fuck fucking sex doll that is basically a droid so <laughs> exactly don't hate it's like it. if you if, if you think fucking in Westworld's okay then fucking a droid is okay yeah i think it. maybe the main point was that maybe they didn't think old lando like the original version of lando had any of that kind of a deal no but i don't really remember lando from the other star wars I mean, that much he really the only person that he really interacted with but was Han and fucking Leia and he was just putting the Mac down on Leia. Yeah. And that's that's really all we saw from that. Mm-hmm. I'll but, say, you know, it's sm- some, that's a small detail I just heard on Yeah. I think no. I heard on the Daily Zeitgeist. The no, I, I know I saw shit about that too and like I mean I'm only on Instagram now so I only see memes and shit but mm-hmm. I don't know. I it's just stupid shit to get upset <laughs> about. Those fucking snowflake Republicans, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> What's a snowflake, dude? I don't even know. Someone that gets butthurt about every little detail about That's something. That's the fucking entire planet. <laughs> we're all Christ. a bunch of snowflakes because yeah. we're all different. We're all yeah, unique. We're all special. <laughs> but uh, anyways, so overall, you liked it. Loved Over- it. I love that we got to see Han and Chewie meet. And yeah. I love the fact that Han spoke Wookiee. Uh-huh. To like gain Chewie's trust right. in that scene, that was really fun. The Kessel Run, you know that they always talk about in almost every fucking Star Wars movie so far. Okay, so yeah, I want to know some of these like callbacks to the originals that I didn't yeah, quite so catch because I'm, I mean, I, of course, I've seen every movie, but I, you know, yeah, not I've super... watched them all like a billion times. So, like the Kessel Run, like even in the Force Awakens, uh-huh. when uh, Ray and Finn run into Han and Chewie and you're like you're the Han Solo, the one who did the Kessel Run in thirteen parsecs, and he's like twelve. Oh, which is funny because 
parsecs is distance not time yeah but they're still just fucking running with it but <laughs> so the whole like job like the whole main part of the movie is the castle run yeah and that yeah, that's is like referring the, to that final like, act like in a new hope and all of that is uh is like they that's han solo's famous thing he did the kessel run in 12 parsecs yeah so like that's a big thing so they did, did, did does it say in the uh original movies that han solo won the millennium falcon playing sabah yeah i thought it might yeah and uh so that was cool to see too mm-hmm. and like a lot of people were upset that the falcon looked different but like that was fucking part of it like you know that was not part of the original ship that like the because you know how the front was enclosed in this movie oh but the actual ship right here yeah yeah has the two like arms uh-huh but that was an escape pod that lando had installed and then oh. he shot it out when they were in that weird fucking cloud vortex monster sinkhole thing. shit yeah but the that, giant was, space monster guy yeah it was cool to see the kessel run it was really interesting to see han like with a different love interest other than leia but yeah generic targaryen because that's what we know but i mean the han solo the scoundrel is like what he was talked up to be before he met fucking leia that's like who he was you know yeah yeah and it was really cool hey uh question what the fuck's up without with, with no uh yellow scrolling synopsis at the beginning well it's it's a it's a Star Wars story. Did Rogue One do it? Rogue that One didn't do it. It didn't have the opening oh, okay. scroll. I wasn't sure, and I was like, okay, that's really, really dumb. Because, like, the opening scroll has always been... For... We're, we're catching you up on what's been going on in, like, the fucking Skywalker story. Yeah, you know, okay. Focusing around Skywalkers. But Rogue One didn't do it, because it's just like... I mean, yeah, it falls into play with the main shit, but... Right. It's its own. But it wasn't really. It's its own little story, you know. This one was cool. Cause it's I love them because it's just like, I mean yeah it's Han Solo it's like the main Star Wars ship but it's just Mm -hmm. fun to see like the Star Wars atmosphere not centered around, fucking a Skywalker. Right. You know I love that shit Mm -hmm. but it's also cool to see that like, I'd love to see so much more you know even if it was just fucking the streets of. Coruscant, like just the hoods of Detroit or uh-huh. of Star Wars, the hoods of Detroit, the hoods of Star Wars. And yeah, shit. the hoods like, of I'm, Detroit. We need to see more of that. <laughs> yeah, we need more of that in the Star Wars world. But like, I just love to see shit like that. But and then like, so the ending. I don't know. I what else can we talk about with this? Like, um, okay. Uh, I would say for myself, I I don't, I don't really have many complaints, but I also don't really have. You know, nothing like I not, nothing made me mad, but nothing like super impressed me. What I right. would say about the movie, yeah, like there was not no really jaw dropping parts. You know, I don't know. It, there's not, nothing like super spectacular. It, was played, it feels like they played it really safe. It was, um, and like I mean, maybe they did because of all the fucking mm-hmm. drama with it, and if Ron Howard had to go back and reshoot a bunch of shit, why risk it? Yeah. And also, it's a prequel, so things about prequels, like, if it's not going to be, like, some kind of a amazing script somehow, like, the, I just don't like it when this, the whole stakes are, like, if you don't do this, you're going to die, when we already know they're not yeah. going to die. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, the, I feel like there should be different kinds of stakes. Right. 
you know. That is true, because we know he's not fucking... Right. Yeah. I didn't really think about that till now, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you're I, also like, a super fan, so, right, so there's no way you're not going to love this movie. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, I don't know, I think it was... I get what you're saying, though. Like, nothing, like, really stood out that was, like, holy shit. But, like, I was on, like, I was interested and excited the whole time because, like, mm. like you said, I'm a super fan. Like, I love Star mm. Wars, so seeing it gets me excited. But the one thing, like, for me that stood out was Darth Maul. Yeah, there's the a end. super, super cameo in the end, Darth Maul, uh, which, you know, I, I know you have some thoughts on this, but uh seemed to me, like kind of just fan service thing which is cool i mean and it was the only lightsaber in the film was from a hologram um but yeah i mean i don't really understand what because i'll say i don't know why he lit the lightsaber it didn't really serve a purpose it was just to put a lightsaber in the film right (laughs) exactly like now that you say it like that like i get it but there was really no reasoning for igniting Mm -hmm. the saber but so uh I, I forget her name in the film, but... Kira? Kira, p- played by uh, uh, Daenerys Targaryen. Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. <laughs> um, uh, at the end, after she, like, kind or kind of betrays everybody? Not I, really. I mean, it's, really just betrays, a, it's just that but... power trip, man. Like, she let them all live. Yeah. She let Han and Chewie get away. She didn't really betray anyone, but fucking... Han Solo. Dryden or whatever. Oh, yeah, Dryden. Uh, but so anybody who's not a fucking dork wouldn't know what the hell is going on with Darth Maul. Yeah, I didn't. You know, the last time that. you saw him was the Phantom Menace in nineteen ninety nine. Do you even have any speaking lines in that? Hardly, only a couple, and they were just like bullshit little lines, like they're over here kind of shit. You know? Yeah. And you know, the last time you saw him, he got cut in half and fell down a giant fucking hole. he's dead but there's a cartoon series that was on tv but it's also on netflix and like if you're a star wars fan it's definitely worth watching because it's got a lot of shit is it the clone wars yeah the clone wars series there's a movie and then there's the show and like uh it's all canon to like the main storyline still and it's all really good like so are you saying that Darth Maul survived that? Yeah, so in the show, uh like there's a part it gets eventually Darth Maul comes back up. Like there's a uh, reason there's other characters that come into play to this, but like it goes to this planet, this junk planet, and Darth Maul's there and he's got like fucking spider legs, mechanical spider legs, and he's he's crazy. He's been hiding <laughs> underground for you know, a couple of years or whatever, and he's just crazy hell-bent on getting revenge on Obi-Wan Kenobi once he remembers what happened. Okay. And then he comes back, and he gets, like, more mechanical, like, better legs, and then, you know, it's, like, fighting his way to the top, and he gets better legs and better legs and shit. So, but, like, at the end of his, his like, reign in that show, he's, like, there's, like, the planet Mandalore, which is where Boba Fett gets his armor from okay is this mandalorian shit and like there's this group death watch and and uh darth maul and this group are like working together and both trying to like get back at kenobi and then death watch is trying to just get the rain on their planet back 
but also and like they're like mall is working with all the crime syndicates so and this movie was centered around like the big crime syndicate so it makes sense as to why mall was thrown in there because at the end of his like rise in this show in the cartoon series he was like on top and like head of the crime syndicates so that's why he was thrown in into this movie and make it falls into play for that oh interesting yeah, and then there's another show that's a newer show, Rebels, and he's in that, and him and Obi-Wan meet up again, and Obi-Wan kills him, finally. But, like, in that show, he, like, comes back and rises up back in the crime syndicate. So, the crime end. syndicate would be, like, the same thing, like, where all the people in this were doing, like... Yeah, like, Crimson Dawn, like, that was, like, the yeah. big crime... Like, a bunch of fucking mafia families, basically, but Star Wars mafias, mm. and you know, Jabba the Hutt. Right, like this I was, was this was pre Jabba the Hut. Okay, I because I was expecting like I heard, or I saw like an article that said here's the deal behind that cameo, and I was like, oh, I bet you the cameo is Jabba the Hut, but then it was Darth Maul. So <laughs> yeah, like there's like, and and I guess like the guy who played Maul. Mm-hmm. Like in this was Ray Park, the guy who originally played him, but the voice was the guy who did the voice in the cartoon series. Oh, really? Yeah, because you know the people who watched that were used to his voice as yeah. the voice for it now. So it was the guy, the live action guy who played him, but the cartoon voice was the voice of it. So do you think there's, there's going to be something? I still don't know like what they're going to do with that. Like they could throw him into another movie like say they do more han solo film yeah and there's more of, we see more of kira and she's obviously working with, with uh-huh. maul now so we'd see him or if because there's been rumors and talks and also confirmation of a standalone kenobi film oh really yeah i thought there was i thought i i heard and the standalone boba fett Oh wow! Yeah, they're doing they're doing a bunch. Everything, huh? Because I was gonna say I heard that there might be a Lando Calrissian film. There might be. I don't like you know Donald Glover, big star. Yeah, yeah. not that I think he did that amazing in this part. He did okay. It was it was good, but I think it could have been better. I think it's hard. It was hard for me to separate because I'm just like learning about Childish Gambino and Donald Glover. It was really hard for me to separate all that. Yeah, (laughs) but. As like I don't know, I still don't know what they're gonna do with that mall cameo thing. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, I gotta the, be, man. well, um, <laughs> can you wait uh, five minutes? Yeah, I can try. I'll just pee my pants, dude. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Cool. There's toilet paper in here. I but don't know if you use that for pee, but I don't know what they're gonna do with that. Like, if they're gonna make another movie with mall, or if they're just gonna. If it was just that, if that was it. Right. Like, just for the fans to be like, oh, shit, what the fuck, you know? Yeah, I don't... I I don't either. I mean, I think, like, they definitely have... Because of all that, they definitely have intentions on doing that. Right. But I don't know if if it continues to do bad and not do good overseas and not make them money, they're not going to do another thing with any of this. Yeah. I don't know. I hope it does (laughs) good, because, like, I don't want to see Star Wars do bad. Yeah, it'd be the first time it ever did. And I just, I got like, overall, the movie was a good movie. It wasn't a bad movie. Mm -hmm. You know, people love watching The Rocks movies, and they're all the fucking same. Right. And people, I don't know if everyone did, but, like, the, the, uh, 
episode one, two, and three people watched, and those are terrible. The ratings on those are terrible, and people hate them, but I, mm-hmm. I love them. There's people who love them, you know? Like, yeah. But realistically, the ratings were shit on those movies because they weren't, especially because fucking Jar Jar Binks. Right. There's yeah. this movie I just recently watched. It's called Fanboys. Uh-huh. And it's like a road trip or fucking, I don't know if you've ever seen it. Like it's like dude where's my car but about Star Wars. Like it's just one of those dumb frat boy movies. Yeah. But it's about like Star Wars nerds and Seth Rogen plays multiple characters in it. But okay. he plays this one guy <laughs> who's like a pimp. And he's like he's got a Star Wars tattoo and he's like they're relating on it like when they're in trouble, but then he's like he pulls up his back of his shirt, and he's like got a tattoo of Jar Jar Binks. He's like, This guy's gonna be fucking huge, I know it. <laughs> and it's just hilarious because it's before Phantom Menace came out. Yeah, yeah. So it was just really funny that like that little cameo in there, but <laughs> um, all right. So there's this part in the movie, this one little thing that I was like, they missed a huge opportunity there. Everyone would have loved. So at the end, when uh, Han sees what's her name in the movie, Kira, Kira for the last time, and he's like going down the elevator, and they're like saying goodbye to each other. They really missed an opportunity for Han Solo to say "I love you" and Kira to say "I know." Well, yeah, they, that would have been. But did been you? Brilliant. I don't know if you noticed it, but when Lando and Han were like standing on that beach after they just landed and were unloading the coaxium, okay, and they're looking at the Falcon and it's all fucked up. Lando says, "I hate you," and Han goes, "I know." Oh, I didn't even notice. So they that. threw it in there. <laughs> they threw it in there like that. Lando says, "I hate you," and then Han just looks at him and says, "I know." Oh, okay. So, they did it, but I see what you're saying. They could have done a good yeah, one right there. Yeah, yeah. I just to where like that he learned, yeah. where he got that from, you know, because it would have been almost like identical. Everyone in the theater would have like, yeah, went off. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been a good. Everyone would have came right then. I did. <laughs> Either way, I still did. But no, so was... where would this movie rank in terms of every Star Wars movie for you, the Star um, Wars expert? I you thought about know. that. You, I haven't got, thought you, about you it have yet. Like internal rankings, I think, I think my favorite of all time, because I'm young, is fucking Revenge of the Sith episode three, because I love seeing the fallout of Obi Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker. Okay. I I don't know why. Like that, it breaks my heart every time I watch it. <laughs> and like, but then like of the original trilogy, I think Empire Strikes Back is my favorite. Yeah. it's that's one's I think most people's favorite of all yeah. time, probably even. I'm your father, you mm-hmm. know, it's a big deal. But then Rogue One is just like I think it's the most well done Star Wars movie we've seen yet. Yeah, Rogue One's just like it's got it's a it's a good movie. It's got that great scene at the end with Darth Vader and yeah. it's like a way a way to tie the weakest plot hole point in Star Wars. Yeah. So it, it it in turn makes every other movie better. You know, because everyone was complaining about how easy it was for the Death Star to be destroyed, and then yeah, this, the fucking this, this exhaust fucking port. They came it in clutch and saved their ass on that big plot hole in the story. Because it's like, why the fuck is there just a hole that they can access to blow it up? Yeah, and, and then, then what for fucking forty years? That plot hole went on until Rogue One came out. <laughs> right, and it's just because you know there was a plot hole, but then Rogue One One just fixed it. 
<laughs> and it worked so well. Mm-hmm. It was probably like, in my opinion, like I think it's one of the most well done Star Wars films. Yeah, best written Star Wars film. Great cameo with Darth Vader and. Just... Yeah, it's the best of Vader we've seen too. Mm-hmm. Cause like yeah, because we don't really get to see him fight like the. I mean, in the, the original way. films, like it's all fucking slow robotic movement. Like, yeah. Because they didn't have the technology they have now. So make... I go, I go Rogue One. Last Jedi, and probably Empire, and then that's probably as much as I can say realistically. But I really liked the Last Jedi. Uh, Han Han would rank before any of the one, two, or three. Yeah, but I think it. I think that's where it goes. I like I like the prequels because. That was fucking I don't know, I my just, childhood. I grew up. I liked that. them when I was younger, but then I rewatched them. And I was like, "Yeah, they're bad when boy, you rewatch oh them, dude." They are. Jar Jar Binks is using lines from Full House. How rude! Like, what yeah, the fuck is that? That was that was whack. Why did you wait so long for the special effects if you're gonna make this terrible of a movie, George? Dude, Lucas? he was supposed to be a Sith Lord. Yeah, I I heard the theory. There's a theory, and I think I believe it. I truly believe that Jar Jar Binks was supposed to be. Wait till there's a Jar Jar Binks origin story, and then that's there should be man. There should be like there should be, and it should just be like the worst movie ever. Like purposely make it bad. Fear number three. How the president grabbed me. What? That president did grab us all, and we got to talk about that president's. Me and Jake poured these beers off air, just so you guys all know, and it went a little better this time. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> uh, let's do a cheers before we start the best segment of this podcast, a.k.a. the worst segment of this podcast. Fuck politics. Why pay attention? It just makes you angry. That's what I say. Because it's important, to I guess so. All right, let's see. I'm going to die. Okay, we'll start here. Donald Trump. 11 hours ago, the failing and corrupt New York Times estimate the crowd last night at 1,000 people, when in fact it was many times that number, and the arena was rocking. The way they demean and disparage. They are very dishonest people who don't get me, and never did. (laughs) Air quotes. (laughs) Fuck this guy, dude. He's so, like... I don't know, it's just amusing. No, he is... Like how big of a joke he is he's just a propaganda machine that this is literally how russia does their it's real right this is real this is still real life yeah we're not dreaming (laughs) right okay like russia will just discredit the news and over and over again even though they're reporting fact-based news and until you don't really know what's real especially if you're a Trump supporter who's older and doesn't have access to like all the other kind of fact checking abilities right. that are on him. But I don't know. It's Dude, just the like, guy is a slum dog fucking criminal. Like he's a con man, like a <laughs> fucking mafia criminal businessman. Right. And he's our president. Happy he might have he might not day. have done the worst shit in the world, but he's still a fucking criminal. Yeah, and he's still vastly underqualified to be president. But yeah, but he somehow did it. Next tweet from 10 hours ago. Bob Eager of ABC called Valerie Jarrett to let her know that ABC does not tolerate comments like those made by Roseanne Barr. Gee, 
He never called the president Donald J. Trump to apologize for the horrible statements made and said about me on ABC. Maybe I just didn't get the call. <laughs> We're gonna talk about Roseanne soon, so yeah. Uh, so just give us a second. All right, uh, let's get the next one. Uh, with the hashtag right to try law I signed today, patients with life-threatening illnesses may finally have access to experimental treatments that could improve or even cure their conditions. These experimental treatments and products have shown them great promise. Dot, dot, dot. I don't know where that dot, dot, dot leads to, but. This looks like a root beer flow. <laughs> oh, in terms of our beer. Um, so this thing that he signed today, it's a right to try law. So people that have terminal illnesses can now have experimental treatments, uh, can now do experimental treatments. Um, Hasn't this kind of always been a thing, but by like the products? I think they have to have some well, co- some some more of a more approval and it can't just be experimental like fda shit it yeah. has to be approved first mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. i i i like this i this is something he's done that i like because if you have a terminal illness that means you're going to die right so why not try anything you can yeah so if you're going to like why if you're down to try something that maybe you mean worst case scenario it's really terrible and you have a lot of pain which would suck i know and i'm empathetic towards that right but you gotta think like you're terminally ill no matter what you do isn't gonna work so right and 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 even if this experiment you try does kill you at least they learn that they will they it's a bigger picture type of thing too you know like it's more than just the person trying it it depends on where their head's at too like if they're thinking if this works for me, then, mm-hmm. you know, thank whoever. It saved me, but also they're learning for future people, Right, and too, if it saves know? you, it can save other people, right. too. Right, But I don't. I know there is op- opposition to this, because I know it wouldn't have been a law without... Because there's no reason this... There, like, I, need to, I need to read up more on it, because there's no reason this already wasn't a law if there wasn't some nefarious aspect to it. Because, like, you know... Politics is controlled by money, and big pharma is a big part of that. And the fact that they couldn't get this uh, passed in a previous regime is a little, a little scary. I just—it's just hard for me to trust Donald Trump, to be honest. Yeah, that's that's why I'm a little worried. But I, the the whole sen- sentiment of it, I I agree with. Like, you're terminally ill. You probably should be like just get a card, an unlimited amount of money credit card from the government. Honestly. To yeah. do whatever the fuck you like, it should be everyone should get make a wish if. Yeah, I I I think about that sometimes too. It's like why, I mean I get it for children, but mm. like if you're terminally ill and you find that out in your later years in life, like it's just it's like those YouTube videos, the crushing YouTube videos of a dog on the last day of his life where they get let him do anything the dog yeah, wants. Yeah, eating really. cheeseburgers mm-hmm. and playing in the park and you know no leash kind of bullshit. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'll take Stella to a park with a bunch of animals that are caged and that she can just murder. Yeah, she'd love it, dude. It'd be a great day for her. Yeah. Some cheeseburgers and chocolate afterwards. Uh, Yeah, sure. Uh, Stella's favorite food is crushed souls, so. Um, crushed animal soul? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even your crushed soul sometimes. Oh, my God, Jake. This is the next one. <laughs> Great meeting with Kim Kardashian today. Talked about prison reform and sentencing. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yes, as you were saying, 
This is real. Yeah, it is real. It's very real. <laughs> there is the blue check mark. It is at real Donald Trump. So wait a sec. Does that mean Kanye had to have some sort of influence on Kim oh, meeting with for Trump? Sure, for sure. For sure. Kim Kim is, was vocally against Trump. Yeah, right I mean, now. in prison reform and sentencing, that's great things. Like, if they're meeting and actually discussing them. But the fact that our president... Why is, is he talking to Kim Kardashian about this? Because he is literally on the campaign trail this entire presidency to try to rewin it back Yeah, he's already starting. He's been starting way earlier than everyone else. He has a leg up on everyone else with he that. He probably started before he even won. He is really, really good at making a name for himself. That's why he his businesses didn't make money and he went bankrupt so many times, yet he stayed in the public, stayed a public figure and was I I honestly don't know how he doesn't make money because surely because of his like fame alone, you know. Like before the presidency. But you know, this is publicity. Well he borrows money from From Russia, yeah. From like third world <laughs> or like Fucking from Russia bottom, and like from Saudi bottom Arabia. of the list shit like <laughs> where you like they were talking about it on the Daily Zeitgeist like he goes to the people like not the first list people it's like the fifth person on the list and like the shadiest people yeah, on those yeah. fucking lists I'm so know? happy like, listening to the Daily Zeitgeist yeah man. it's because of you man like you and Sean told me about it so mm-hmm. I got really into it and like no yeah that's where I get like a lot of my talking points from is from them and then like a couple of NPR podcasts but yeah they're the ones I like the best cuz i mean quick shout out to the days to the the daily zeitgeist jack o'brien and miles gray uh jack o'brien i don't know why he is so good at podcasting because i couldn't tell you ostensibly why he's good at it he just is yeah uh and it, it i mean he still he says like um and uh and all all the time but and he's well, not that funny he's just like He's just no, got this charisma I, about Miles it. is the comedic relief there, for yeah. sure. But, but like, I don't know if you ever listened before the Daily Zeitgeist. Jack O'Brien was on Cracked, Cracked yeah. yeah, and he was like the did the Cracked podcast, and the guy that does it now, um, isn't bad at it. He's just I, there's just and he it, it's almost like he's better at podcasting than Jack O'Brien, but there's something not there. Right, like, it's I can't. His... I couldn't tell you why Jack O'Brien's good at podcasting. I can't tell you why this the other guy, I'm forgetting his name, um, isn't good at it. But there's a Jack O'Brien difference. just has a good like presence, like mm-hmm. in your ears, I guess. You know, like it just seems like he he leads it very well too. You know, like he's good at transitioning the shit, like because you know he sticks to a schedule, like how yeah. the yours is, but. Well, not really. <laughs> well, I mean, Sometimes you, like, I'm prepared. Yeah. This is not one of those times. <laughs> well. Well, ever since I got Breath of the Wild, I have not been preparing for my podcast because I've just been trying Dude, to spend so just, much time playing you know the what? game. I don't know like how into games you get, but Fortnite is taking over the world. I only have a Switch, so I can't do that. Yeah, man. But um, once my friend Michael Kruk, who I'm still trying to get on this podcast, gets a new computer, I'm buying his old one so I can play PUBG, and I'm sure I can play Fortnite on that you too. You can play Fortnite. <laughs> but I can't play it on my Mac. Why not? I don't think it's powerful enough. It's not a gaming computer. You can still play games on it. Yeah, but not the game like that. Yeah, you can you can download Fortnite and I you can play fucking PUBG on your phone, dude. I'm sure you. Yeah, could... I've played PUBG on my phone. It's terrible. Yeah, but 
I'm sure you can. You got a fucking gaming keyboard right there, dude. That's for my uh, future. Actually, that's because I have a Raspberry Pi that I'm trying to set up. But what's a Raspberry Pi? Like a little computer that can run like, if, if assuming I'm using it for games, I, I can like run like like NES games or SNES games or maybe N64 games. Huh. But all right, moving on to the yeah, next yeah. tweet. Uh, there is no one better to represent the people of New York and Staten Island, a place I know very well, than Rep. Dan Donovan, who is strong on borders and crime, loves our military and our vets, voted tax cuts, and is helping me make America great again. Dan has my full endorsement. Um, I think you just suck sunk that guy's campaign because it's New York. And I don't think Republicans really win there. So, uh, and also, <laughs> your borders and crime thing is, is is not really flying for the Democrats. Military and our vets, yes, everyone loves our military and our vets. Uh, tax cuts, no, everyone, your tax cuts are terrible. They they are set up to help everyone for a little bit, and then once the your camp once you are not in office again assuming in 2020 that's when they start declining for the middle class and staying the same for the upper class which is what your office is probably trying to do and carrying on very importantly rep dan donovan will win republicans in november and his opponent will not remember alabama we can't take any chances on losing nancy uh, losing to a Nancy Pelosi controlled Democrat. I missed all of that. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> it's 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 very unimportant. Um, I'm sorry. So let's talk about Roseanne. Fuck her. Uh, she had a tweet. What, what was her tweet? Do you remember what what it was? It was oh, it, it was heard, a very 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 racist tweet, along with a big I strain of her heard racist about tweets, it, but. Like, I, I think I was listening to the Daily Zeitgeist, and they said something about it, but I mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you right now what it was. Well, basically, she tweeted something, and she said, if this movie or show compared with the Planet of the Apes, it would equal VJ, which is Valerie, whoever it was we just mentioned in Trump's tweets. I can probably well, find that out for you. A VJ. No, that's a ZJ. Mike Wells used to say, you know, what is, have you ever had a ZJ? Valerie Jarrett. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just... uh, Valerie Jarrett, um, who is a black woman, and she basically was <laughs> comparing her or saying like she'd be a product of a movie and Planet of the Apes, which you know is been the classic term for a slang a slang diss against black people very 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 racist yeah and then she goes and says something about ambien like she blames it on ambien yeah she says she isn't woke enough to realize what that is and she did it while she was on ambien which like whatever roseanne you've been saying fucked up shit for a while come on like (laughs) look at her you can just tell and like what her show was about, I never really paid attention to Roseanne, but I've never either. It was always on TV. Mm-hmm. Like even now, like all you hear is like kind of controversial shit about the new season of it, and they throw yeah. shit in there 
you know, that's more like PC right now, but just they're only doing it to surface levelly appear like politically correct. Yeah, I mean the Roseanne show it's got a lot of people in it that have a lot of notoriety. Like John Goodman's one of the people in it and I I like him, but Roseanne herself is just like succumb to this culture that is now and like believing in like weird conspiracy theories and yeah and well actually i I know you're a fan of conspiracy theories i like them like i enjoy you know giving them the time of day like just to you know Mm -hmm. fucking entertain your brain a little bit i dig that the conspiracy theories are fun but like a lot of them are when you just take so... them very seriously and like mm-hmm. you're fucking flat earthers you know like right. the guy who built his own rocket and like yeah was denied 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 but then he eventually fucking lifted off and went up and then nosedived down yeah because you can't go up far enough dude Earth. he literally like watched <laughs> launched his own rocket oh really and he went up yeah, there there was like shit about this for a while. Like he just kept trying to like he built his own rocket and he kept trying to take off, but no, like government wasn't allowing it. He eventually did it, and he went up and got you know so far, and then just fucking nosedived. And then was he in it? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And he crashed, and he was taken to the. He didn't die, but he was taken he didn't to the die? hospital. Yeah. Somehow he lived, and he was taken to the fucking hospital. Wow. And is he still a flat earther? Probably, man. He like <laughs> he got high enough to like tell that there's curvature in the fucking horizon and shit, like to where you can see it. But he'll still probably. Just, I didn't get high enough. I to guess say. go on a plane ride. You can fucking Jesus see. Jesus Christ! It. Just fucking pay attention to common sense, and you'll yeah. realize that the Earth is not fucking flat. <laughs> Learn like, how gravity works. It's <laughs> just like that's what pissed me off. Like your people, like. Take this orange and pour water on it. It rolls off. Take this plate. Pour water on it. It sits. Like like when Houston was flooding and shit. Texas was flooding a lot. Oh, my gosh. People were saying that that's not possible if the world isn't flat. Oh, my God. The early days of the Split Six podcast, me and Brian covered a lot of flat earth theory. So I understand it pretty well. And it is fucking dumb. It's just whack as fuck. There's somebody who is like local to our areas. Who has a Jeep, like an old Jeep Cherokee, and it's painted, like, it looks like a fucking Jeep out of uh, Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. But it's got shit about Flat Earth and Jesus and the Rapture and all this crazy shit on it. And it's like, dude, uh, please look what religion is doing to you. Like, find it's driving find you crazy. that guy and get him on an episode of the Split Oh my Six. god, I'll ask him if I ever... I've seen the car a couple of times. Okay, I mean... But, I'm sure he has answers for everything I would say to him, but come yeah, on. Yeah, but how great would it be to like actually get that guy to sit down and tell you why he believes what he believes? Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be, I mean, I like I always say like people believe stuff because there, there's a reason for it. They're not just crazy. There's not, I don't there know, can't be dude. that many crazy but people it's, out like, there. Like think about it. Like I used to be super into the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. I thought it was real, and I think to some degree there is some shit like that that's true but it's not what you know your fucking youtube theory is right but that's more of a realistic theory than flat earth theory right but i used to get super into that shit dude like crazy it's fun and it's like and it's it's fun to get into but like it's super easy to get lost in some shit and i think especially when you are like are very religious Mm -hmm. and some shit that circles around a religion yeah is 
even more easy to get into like because you're susceptible to that like, shit. Ima- like even think about all the people that don't believe the moon landing was real are you one of them i don't know dude i mean i'm sure it's real like especially nowadays with fucking our savior elon musk <laughs> sending cars to the fucking space and shit well but. i think like i think um the biggest evidence that it, the moon landing was real is that it was independently confirmed by a Russian satellite, which, you know, the great space race was about USA versus Russia. Yeah. So why would they have confirmed that? Especially when they were the ones that started releasing the propaganda to make the moon landing be a conspiracy. But the, the, just the amount of people that would have had to kept quiet about it when none of them have said that it wasn't real. Yeah, it was definitely real. There's yeah. like, I mean, all if you really think about it, all the people that say it's not real are people who have no idea or have never been to the fucking moon and don't right. like <laughs> have never been off this planet, so mm-hmm. they don't understand how off this planet works. Like the amount of like the, the hangar bays and the people that would have had to pay it would have cost so much to fake the Dude, moon landing. It would, <laughs> it would cost so much more. Like, they didn't even have the lighting technology in those videos to fake it at that time. Hey, why do you think they haven't gone back, though? Uh, why would they? Dude, something scared them, bro. <laughs> something scared them, and they haven't gone back. And that's I think I mean. because we're not in a space race anymore. That's yeah. why. Because we won the space race, oh, and no one else is threatened. Go to the moon once. Why if, the fuck wouldn't you go again? If China goes to the moon, you know. Donald Trump is taking us back to the oh, moon. We'll be there. We're, he's building the fucking White House too on it. But, but you know, it's kind of a waste of money. Like we have, we have other stuff to deal with. But I guess. Hey, I heard they canceled the meeting with. Uh, oh, Kim but Jong-un. it's back on now. Oh, it's back on again. Apparently, eh? that's what we're being told. So yeah, the nuclear summit with North Korea and the United States was on, and then it was off because Trump got like butt hurt that. That North Korea said John McCain was uh, out of line because he was. He was telling them if North Korea doesn't agree, it's going to end up like Libya, which Libya denuclearized, and then Gaddafi got drugged through the streets and legitimately raped by a bunch of people. Um, and so that's what North Korea is afraid of, wow. giving up their nukes if that happens to them. I didn't know that. The Gaddafi guy was like a real terrible dude, though, right? Uh yeah, I'm sure he was. I mean, I'm not gonna pretend like I'm uh, well versed in that, but uh, I just feel like that name rings a bell, like mm-hmm. a terrible fucking third world country, horrible guy. Yeah, I wouldn't say I don't know. If, I don't think Libya was third world. What uh, is, maybe I don't know what I'm saying, man. I'm just oh, it's okay. Know. No, it, oh, it's okay. I'm just trying to be <laughs> as accurate as I right. can after no. three semi-strong beers of yeah. Jake's vanilla bean porter by Sorry, Paw man. Paw Brewing. I'll make him. I wonder if Paw Paw Brewing. I've never had a beer from Paw Paw Brewing before. I wonder if I wonder if theirs are all dog themed. It's the slogan is it's a dog. It could be cat themed as well. It's it's a or dog bear drink themed. dog world. Could be like many animal themed. That's true. That have paws. anything but a human. Technically, a these are paws. Human are they? Paws. I don't know. If technically, I don't know. They are. <laughs> we used to crawl, right? Evolution. Used so you're saying crawl. spiders have paws? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. I think it has to have phalanges of a sort to be a paw. 
Phalanges. Fingers, man. Oh. Phalanges. I'm thinking of Regina Phalange. Uh, what's that? Mean Girls? No, it's, it's Friends. Friends? Yeah. Do you watch Friends? Fuck yeah, I watched it all. <laughs> Regina Phalange. Phoebe's like... Uh, alter ego? Yeah, made up yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. What's I it did. called when it's an alter ego? Or like not your real name, but like... An the, alias? An alias. Yeah. yeah, Regina Phalange. Oh, okay. Well, interesting. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Morgan Freeman. What? Yeah, I saw that over there, and I was wondering, what is this like a Me Too thing? or? Uh, well, yeah, it's a Me Too. Morgan Freeman has been called out by a lot of people for doing some fucked up shit to oh, women. Really? Which just makes me think, probably, this is not the end. And anyone, any male in power... Has probably used this. I don't doubt it at all. I do not doubt the male species of being fucked up. Mm -hmm. Every opportunity they get. Yeah, I mean, I can't even say, like, if... if I, I think I can say, if I had that kind of power long ago, I don't think... I, I don't think I would have been like them. But I guess I couldn't guarantee it because that that kind of power can go to your head. Yeah, but I mean, it's. Just... I mean, I just feel like I feel like I'm just a at least have have some sort of like humanity to myself to I don't not think do so, that. Man, like I just think it. I think it all. I mean, I don't know. I don't I know don't, how to because I, I can say you, it's generational, but then there's fucking dudes our age and even younger that are mm. shitty like that too you know? i think yeah there's definitely people like that but like i think there are people that are considered good now like growing up in this era that if they were grew up in a different era would have been bad like in terms of taking advantage no of because I don't, I don't think whatever fucking era you were born in you're still you still if it was mm. you you'd be the person you are right but so, what if the person you are is based upon the social stigmas of the time you know like what if you like like it's cool to, like you know like back in the 90s like they had, they have tv shows or movies come out like revenge of the nerds and like porkies where it's cool to spy on girls or it's cool to get drunk dress up in a costume and have sex with somebody who thinks they're like See, revenge of the I, nerds that happens yeah but that's been wrong since the beginning of time it's just it's just fucking fantasized and like glory mm. glory i don't know glorified glorified yeah there you go glory glorified. i don't know glory eyes glorified as like what you should do or something or you know just like fucking drilling a hole in the girl's locker room wall from the boys locker room to like yeah, spy on the chicks for like, porkies that's, that's that, from porkies yeah that's like glorified shit and it's like no no it's terrible but you now. know that's fucking wrong so mm. I, and you know I'm sure we know we we know it's wrong. Somebody's always known that though. Somebody's always mm. known that. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, but so I think if you if you were that way now, you would have been that way in a different oh, time. Oh, you would have been well. if you were that way now, you would have been much worse back then. You, you would have been the people that are raping people back then and getting away with it. No, no, I'm saying I'm saying if you if you can say that's wrong now, you would oh. still say that's wrong back then. Oh, but oh, I I, oh. I get what you're saying. Okay, now. I can say like like if if I I like I would I would always know that that's wrong. I yeah. know I would know that, but 
would I have been someone to protest against it when someone else is doing it back then? I don't know. That's the question. I, I don't. Yeah, that's hard because because you don't because like you there's social stigmas or whatnot, and that's why I'm so happy that the Me Too movement has happened because like yeah. we are we are learning as a culture what is acceptable and what's not, and like if you you can either get on board or get the fuck out, and we're gonna throw you in jail. Yeah, <laughs> and you know people like people like uh, Morgan Freeman. If it, if any of this is true, which I'm sure I'm sure it is. Um, but like more importantly, Harvey Weinstein and um, Bill Cosby, you know, like they're yeah. gonna hate. Like those those inherent sins are so evil. Like the evilness has to pay. Like there's 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 a difference. There's a level. There's a level to it. If people don't even want to say it, that's fine. But there is there's a level to how bad you were in relation to the times. Like if you're raping people, no matter when it was. You know that's terrible. Right. You can, you can I, see I mean, how you, how terrible that is. In the fucking days, it still happened. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was probably way more frequent, you know, like, between pillaging and fucking raping villages and shit. Yeah. Like, like those people... They, it's still fucking wrong, no matter what mm-hmm. era, time, or year it was. Like, right. And it still will be, but... It's just... The social view of it. Is mm-hmm. what is changing now. I well, think. yeah, and like the just, it's not, I, just, I don't even think it's that. I think it's just like the more understanding, like, like, <laughs> um, that just because other people are doing stuff like this, it's like you're, you're realizing that to be a man, you don't have to do this stuff. Like, you can be a good yeah. person, and you yeah. don't, even if they're gonna call you, like, you, like, you can't be called a fag anymore for, not wanting to look through a hole in a in a bathroom, you know. You, somebody will still say it, but I hate right. that shit but, more but, than but anything. But more like, more often than not, I think people will agree with you. They're and, not doing that as much. And that's what know. the biggest thing about this Me Too movement is: it's changing a culture. See, the ideal is that say there's a fucking hole in the boys' locker room wall to look through the girls, and mm-hmm. Joey's like. Hey, let's check it out. And Jimmy says, I think we shouldn't. Joey thinks about it and says, you know what? You're probably right. Right. Yeah. And that's the way it goes, you know, mm-hmm. versus fucking Joey and Jimmy just both going for it. Right. Or Joey and Jimmy like telling all their friends and like all their friends feeling bad about not doing it because like they'll be called a, a pussy or, or a, a pussy. Yeah. Yeah. No, you I, know, like that the whole culture has to change and this is what this movement has started and right. what I'm what I'm really excited about. Dude, that to shit bugs the hell out of me. Like, I hate it. Like, I'm about mm. ready to complain at work. Like, but this is where I'm fucking stuck because I don't want to be the guy that yeah. fucking goes and writes a complaint about his coworkers. But That's like, the thing is, like, the, the amount of fags and homos and queer that is thrown around. Yeah, just those between words. These people right? that I work with that, like, mm. they don't, like, for all they know, I could. I could be homosexual and they wouldn't, they don't fucking right. know that, mm-hmm. but like they could just be saying this shit and, but they like, and even though I'm not, it still offends me that they just can openly throw that shit around right? because they assume that if they're okay with it, then fucking everybody else I'm around it. You know, that's, that's the, that's the Me Too movement in a nutshell is like, it's going to change the culture of people yeah. rather than, you know, it's going to affect people like Morgan Freeman, Harvey Weinstein and whatnot. But we're out of time.
Hope it was a good one. Jake? I hope it was. Is there anything you want to plug? I know you're only on Instagram, so what's your Instagram handle? Uh, I think it's Jake underscore McCaddy. McCaddy. Uh, yeah, but if I say McCaddy, they might spell it right. So. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. This has been the Split Six Podcast. Podcast where we split a six-pack and number three on top of each over the course of one beer. Please follow me on Twitter at Nick Wagella on Instagram and N Wagella on, on Facebook at Split Six Media. Um, split sits. <laughs> split sits, baby. Shout out to Eric Robertson. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, it is more important to listen to what somebody else is saying than it is for them to hear what you are saying. Thank you for splitting six with us.